smile. I'm the preacher in sneakers this morning. Is that okay? I went for comfort, not fashion. All good? (laughs) Praise God. Let me just pray as we come around God's word. Father, we just thank you this morning that you love and care for us more than we could ever imagine or think. You know, each one of us right now, you know our circumstance of life. Father, you know the joys, you know the trials and pressures on our life. And Father, you remain faithful through it all. Help us to have open hearts and ears this morning, Lord, to what your spirit wants to say to us. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, as we look out on the church this morning, so many of us are you know, um, on different levels and different places and positions in our walk with Jesus. And you might have come to church this morning and this might be a, a real new, different sort of experience for you. I just want to tell you, just keep your heart open. There's something very, very special about the church. It's not a club. It's not just a gathering of community. What's special about this is God, by His Spirit, is present here and He wants to do something in our very individual, unique, personal lives. So as I share this morning, just keep an open heart and uh, see if God doesn't speak into your circumstance. I'm going to read from 1 Peter 4. My message this morning is called... The pressure that propels us forward. And I think God's already been on that. The songs we've sung, you know, the ministry uh, with Greg this morning. We all have pressures in our life of different types. And uh, let's read. I'm reading from the message version this morning. And it says this. Friends, when life gets really difficult... Don't jump to the conclusion that God isn't on the job. Let me say that again. Friends, when life gets really difficult, don't jump to the conclusion that God isn't on the job. Instead, be glad that you are in the very thick of what Christ experienced. This is a spiritual refining process with glory just around the corner. If you're abused because of Christ, count yourself fortunate. It's the Spirit of God and His glory in you that brought you to the notice of others. If they're on you because you broke the law or you disturbed the peace, that's a different matter. But if it's because you're a Christian... Don't give it a second thought. Be proud of the distinguished status reflected in that name. I'm a Christian. Are you proud this morning to be connected with that name? Christ-like. My message this morning is coming off the back of what for me has been a few months of more pressure than usual. Life has its pressures every day. Um, But 
I feel like I've been in a bit of a real testing, stretching pressure cooker for a few months. And, uh, you know, some of it's family heart stuff, you know, that most of us journey regularly. You know, some of it's been physical pain for myself, some of the things that I'm challenged and struggling with there. We've had a building project that's been a two-year headache and drama nightmare for us. And, you know, growing a ministry, something like pregnancy crisis, um, (laughs) in the atmosphere of, you know, the, the society we're living in today, comes with its pressures. And, you know, it seems like there's no time in our life where the pressure isn't on. And then there are seasons where it's on in even greater ways. And I don't know what you do in the natural sense to alleviate pressure, but I have a confession this morning. I do use Netflix. (laughs) Maybe that was the bad. (laughs) I get lost in a bit of TV. I do. And um, I'm hooked on a Netflix series at the moment. And as much as I do love a bit of Disney, um, I'm watching a show called Ertul Resurrection. Anybody here? Oh my, you don't know what you're missing. This is the... the, the Netflix series of two million episodes. You know how you, you watch a series and it gets to that last episode and you're like, oh, I wish this would just keep going on and on and on. This one keeps going on and on and on. <laughs> Honestly, every season, there's five seasons, every season has about 140 episodes. It's brilliant. Anyway, it's a Turkish history. I, lo- I love my overseas international kind of shows and it's a Turkish history lesson. It's an eye-opener into the Ottoman Empire and the Muslim religion. And in, in his mission to take over the world, you can put that slide up. There he is. Look at that fierce. No Disney about that at all. <laughs> in his mission to take over the world for his cause, Ertul conquers and goes through trap after trap after trick after traitor after betrayal. It is endless. And as I'm watching this show, I'm like, oh my goodness, it really is such such a reflection on what life really is like. Because there is an unseen world around our lives as Christians that is set with tricks and traps and even traitors. And uh, so this morning I want to, I'm taking the inspiration from her tool because he really has put some extra grunt in me and I think I must have needed it. Um, but you know, one thing I've learned from her tool is he knows his enemy. And I think sometimes when the pressure's and troubles and trials hit our lives, we get a little bit distracted and we lose our focus and we have questions and we forget how important it is to know who the enemy is. And um, this morning, just as Ertul says to his valiant soldiers, 
I want to say to you this morning, my brave Alps, he never ever ceases encourage, encouraging and building up that strength and the brave in the ones that serve his cause. And that's what church is all about. It's building up the courage and the brave in us who live for and serve the cause of Christ. Amen? And it reminds me so much of what it must have been like for King David. You know, King David's life, when you read about it in the Old Testament, was full of pressure, tricks and traps and traitors. And he had to navigate so much pressure for his love of God and the cause and mission on his life. And you know, we need to return to what God says about our troubles today. And I want to put a whole different swing on it. And you might, you might not clap me when I'm walking off today, and that's okay. <laughs> but take heart, brave Alps. God is on the job. Don't think that because you are pressured and there is trouble and tribulation around your life in all the different ways that it hits us, that God is not on the job. He is on the job. So much of our Christian life is praying that God will take away the pressures, get us out of the troubles. And that's okay because he wants us to go to him and ask. However, how we navigate the pressure and trouble while it's still there in full force, while the rescue is coming, can make us or break us. And I sadly, over the years of my Christian walk and church family life, have seen so many fall away from their faith in God because they didn't know how to navigate the pressure that comes. I want to ask you this morning, does a soldier go into a war expecting comfort? No. And we are in a war. Sometimes we forget that because so much of the battle is in the unseen. We forget we are in a war. How do we stay focused and keep the faith when we feel so undone by the pressures on our life? Well, there's probably many, many answers to that this morning. I'm just going to go with three. Number one, when the pressure's on, find God. Don't blame him. You know, God is not testing us with pressures and trials and troubles to fail us. He's not testing us to fail us. He's testing our faith to strengthen and improve it. You know, just like the engine or, or the products that we use, they're tested over and over and over in the factories where they're made. Why? To fail them? No, to see what's in them, to see how they perform, to see how they can be improved upon. And that's what the test of God is all about in our lives too. Too often we react to the pressure 
and we default to where is God? Why is this happening? And they're good questions. God's not afraid of our questions this morning. But the important thing is that we find the answers. Because if we stay in the question, it becomes a trap of the enemy. And that is where so many fall from the faith. Go to God with your questions and then hang around long enough to get some answers. Don't stay in the question. Can you imagine how defeated the devil would be if in every test and every pressure in our life, we rejoiced and understood the power of it to make us stronger in the faith? He'd be running a mile. If we could simply approach our days and the troubles, no matter what they look like, with this resolve that this is here, it's a good thing. It's here to strengthen my faith in Jesus. James puts it like this. He says, brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. That's our journey. God loves us more than we could ever imagine, but he loves us too much to leave us in this hopeless sin-bound trap. He's got a plan for each one of us, and it's good. The pressures and trials and troubles that come upon our life are there for our good. You know, there's a lot of talk about stress these days. Stress is a byproduct of pressure. If you don't answer these questions about pressure, and where is God satisfactorily, it internalizes as stress in our lives. And prolonged stress can cause all sorts of physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual sickness. And we so often do so much of treating those symptoms, but we don't go back to, well, what's causing the stress? Where's the pressure and where's God? Because he's there. We need to answer those questions. Where is God? God's still God. And he is with you. We sing the songs. He's the fourth in the flames. And in those moments of pressure, do we claim that? Jesus, you are here. You are the fourth. You are there in the unseen. You've gone nowhere. My circumstances, my trouble, my trial, my pressure, my sickness, my pain doesn't change who you are. You are still God. And you know, God refines us in the fire, the Bible tells us. The flames 
in our life clean, sanctify, set us apart. And they draw us to God in ways that nothing else can. We emerge with a stronger faith and an unrivaled dependence on Him. But the process isn't easy. And my observation in life is nothing easy is worthwhile. The worthwhile things are hard. (laughs) They're hard to journey. They're hard to navigate. Some of you uh, already know I spent quite a bit of time on missions in China. And my very first time was as a single mum with my two little daughters. And I went on a great romantic missions trip to teach English uh, to Chinese Uh, teachers and um, off I set but it became very quickly the most testing troubling (laughs) um, year of my life really when I think about the the circumstances that came across our paths but I can tell you hanging on to God through all of that and coming out the other end the the prayer The power of prayer I experienced. The power of God to move in impossible situations. Just priceless. I would never ever have known God in the way I do now if I had not gone through that year. And so I thank God for that tough year. Because I know him in a way now that I could only ever have come to because of the pressures. And that's the same for each of us here today. The pressures on your life are there to bring you to closer, bring you to a place closer to God. Why is this happening? That's the other question we ask. And I want to tell you, because you are pressing on and advancing in your Christian faith today, the enemy will try to drag you down. You do have an enemy, and I don't like to give him too much credit, but he is there And he tries to drag us down when we are pressing forward. Every level, new devil. Every time we advance, every time we want to push forward in our Christian life, in the ways God is calling us, new devil. He's there. Why is this happening to me? Because God has destined you for greater things. For greater things. I love what Smith Wigglesworth says. He says, Great faith is the product of great fights. Great testimonies are the outcome of great tests. And great triumphs can only come out of great trials. That's the way it works. We can try and bark against it today, but that's the refining process And that's the beautiful thing God is doing in our lives. And that's why the pressure, the trials and the troubles are good for us this morning. They're good for us. Why is this happening to me? Because he's calling you to trust him at a deeper level. At a deeper level. Richard Forster says this. The desperate need today is not for a greater number of intelligent people or gifted people, but for deep people. And God's after deep people.
people. And where do you go deep with him? Under pressure. And you know, when the pressures are on, sometimes we seem to give Jesus a little bit more attention. <laughs> we call out and we look for him. I, I know. When it's all cruising along, I love the cruisy times, you know, so easy to forget him. But when the pressure and the trouble hits, somehow we, we turn our attention, God help, <laughs> and we focus a little more on him. Paul says this in Romans 5, 3 to 5, even in times of trouble, we have a joyful confidence knowing that our pressures will develop in us patient endurance. And patient endurance will refine our character. And proven character leads back to hope. And this hope is not a disappointing fantasy because we can now experience the endless love of God cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. Why is this happening to me? For God to bring ultimate good into our lives. Again, Romans 8.28. If there's a verse in the Bible we should memorize and know today, it is this. The, the Passion Translation puts it like this. So we are convinced that every detail of our life is continually woven together to fit into God's perfect plan of bringing good into our lives. For we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his designed purpose. That's who we are today. Is the pain a soldier endures in training a good pain? Is the pressure and pain of rehabilitation after surgery good pain? Yes. What about that beautiful diamond, that gem that develops only under pressure? What about the arrow? The more pressure on the bow, the further that arrow is propelled. And that's what God is doing in our lives today. Through all the pressures, no matter what package they come in, he's putting the pressure on not to fail us, not to break us, but to propel us forward. We need to shift our thinking about the pressures on our lives, the trials, the sufferings, no, they don't feel good. But be sure, brave child of God, God is with you and his purpose is in the pressures. So when the pressure's on, find God and answer the questions. Ask them and answer them. When the pressure's on, secondly, your fellowship with Christ deepens. Samuel Rutherford says this. Listen, listen well. If the Lord calls you to suffering, do not be dismayed. For with it, he will provide a deeper portion of Christ. 
Paul the Apostle says it like this, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. Think about the pressures on Jesus' life from the day he was born. Herod searched to kill him. Jesus experienced family pressure, leadership pressure, fasting pressure, friend pressure, betrayer's pressure, misunderstanding pressure. Some of the things we experience too. And then at the end, one of his cherished three, Peter, denies him. And one of his close 12 betrays him. But somehow Jesus was able to see all these circumstances as part of God's will for him. How can we expect to be pardoned from the pressures of life? Some of the deepest, most intimate relationship connections in life come out of shared suffering. I spend a lot of my time pastoral, in pastoral care conversations, talking to lots and lots of people, some enduring tragic, awful circumstances, unjust. What helps is that intimate connection where we can say, I really understand. And you know what? That's what happens with us and Jesus the trials and pressures we go under, they create a more intimate connection because we are in the fellowship of his sufferings and God will definitely give us a greater, deeper portion of grace and love and everything we need to journey that. When we take our pressures to Jesus... And we sit with him, we experience a deeper connection. And that connection can only be found there. You will not find that connection with him anywhere else. So we don't give up. We know God's on the job. Our pressure leads us to a deeper connection with our Jesus. And you know, for us who believe, deeper higher forward, all lead to Jesus. All lead to a closer connection with him. And finally, three, and this is my my tool grunt. Know your enemy. <laughs> know what he looks like, you know? And just as tool has showed me, traitors and tests come from the enemy very close to you. The closer the enemy, the greater the damage. And there is nothing closer to you and I this morning than our thoughts, my friends. Nothing closer than our thoughts. And these battles to position ourselves close to God and deep with Jesus, they begin with our thoughts. 1 Peter 5, 7 to 9 says this, Give all your worries and your cares to God, for he cares about you. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. 
He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him. Be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of pressures and sufferings as you and I. We fight and we push through with God's strength and his empowering, not on our own, but we must understand who the enemy really is. And so often he's that close. He's in our heads. And we lose the battle in our thoughts before we get anywhere. That's why we've got to answer those questions. Ask those questions and answer them about the pressures, about where God is and why is this happening. And then we can press forward. Remember Joseph in the Old Testament, you know, one of those whose life was absolutely shadowed with pressure. Remember, betrayed by his brothers, sold as a slave, falsely accused, in prison. However, when he faced, when he was faced with a chance for revenge and to vent his anger, this was Joseph's response. Joseph knew his enemy and he knew his God. This is what he said. Don't be afraid. I am in the place of God. You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done. And I want to tell you this morning, brave, courageous, faithful, tenacious, victorious Christian person, what the enemy thinks he's doing to ruin us, God has planned for our good. And we can embrace the trials and pressures and troubles knowing that He is working something out through our lives that is for our good. We are in a battle, but guess what? Jesus wins the war. We know the final story, don't we? We know how this all ends. So let's not get cast down and crumble under the pressures, no matter what they look like. And I know today, as I look out, I know some of the stories. I know some of the circumstances of life, some of the troubles, some of the long, lingering pressures on our lives. But I still stand on this, that God is not finished with us yet. He's still on the job. And no matter what it looks like, He wants to take us to a deeper, deeper level of connection and trusting Him. Whatever the pressure, trouble or trial on your life today, whatever the heartache or pain, go sit with Jesus. Ask Him the questions and hang around long enough to hear the answers. Don't give up on him. Get your fight on. Get your grunt. Get around good Christian friends, family, connect groups. Get around them and fight together. And remember this. I now live with the confidence that there is nothing in this universe with the power to separate us 
from God's love. Yeah. Some more of Paul in Romans. He says, I'm convinced that his love will triumph over death, over life's troubles, fallen angels, dark rulers of this world. There is nothing in our present or future circumstances that will weaken God's love for us. There is no power above or beneath, no power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's passionate love, which is lavished upon us through Jesus our Lord, the Anointed One. Take heart, brave Alp, this morning. (laughs) Keep your grunt. And keep the faith. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Go sit with him as often as you need to. Get your answers and get your strength. And get up and get going. Amen. Will you stand this morning? I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for us all because I know we're all under pressure. Let's pray. Father God, we sing these songs. You're the fourth in the flames. You're the pain. You're the promise. (laughs) You're fighting our battles. Holy Spirit, strengthen our lives this morning so that we can live these truths every day. As we face each day with its pressures, Lord, the tests, Deepen our resolve, reinforce our default to cast our cares on Jesus. Lord, concrete our faith to stand firm through it all so that we might be victorious in the battle. Victorious in the battle. In the battle, we will be overcomers more than conquerors through Jesus who loves us. And we thank You, Jesus. You paid the price for it all. You never leave us lonely or forsaken. You are there at every turn, every pressure. Help us to trust You more. Grow our faith. We pray in Jesus' Name. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys.